are listening to Making Life Brighter on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, where we provide you with the latest information in natural healing, consciousness training, and all cutting-edge healing modalities, featuring experts in their field, including authors, musicians, and artists. Making Life Brighter is your forum for healing, inspiring, and uplifting entertainment. Here is your host, Winifred Adams. Welcome to the spooky Making Life Brighter Halloween show. You are listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and we have a special show for you today. We have a special guest, Barry Strom, and Barry Strom is not only an amazing author, but an amazing channel. And today, he's going to bring in some very special spirits for you <laughs> on today's Halloween show. So, welcome, Barry. Thank you for being here with Connie. Thank hey, you for thanks coming. for having us. And happy Halloween to you. Happy Halloween to you as well. <laughs> and may the <laughs> goblins be good to you. That's right. We're going to make people's lives brighter despite all the darkness out there. In fact, that's the whole point. <laughs> <laughs> We're definitely going to make life brighter. So you are not only an author, but you are a, a medium. Do you consider yourself a medium? I'm not sure what I consider myself. I, we have the gift of spirit communication. I don't know. I guess a medium is as good a word as any. I've been called many things in my life. So, so I guess I can't object to medium too much after some of them. But you can speak to spirits. Yes, we can speak to spirits, and now we do, you, do it on a, on a pretty regular basis. And do you hear them in your head, or do you see them? How do you, how do you communicate with spirit? Well, sometimes I can see them, but it is just basically I'm letting them take over my, my body, and I speak their words. It's not like I hear a word and repeat it. It's just that I speak words, and the words turn out to be theirs. Interesting. And when did this... When did you know you had this kind of communication and gift? Well, it, it, it was a process when, uh, I mean, 15 years ago, I didn't even believe in ghosts. So it uh, took a little bit of time. <laughs> you didn't believe in ghosts, but that's what this is all about. Yeah, tell me about it. Tell me about it. We bought an uh, antique gallery here in New Oxford, Pennsylvania, and we found out that it was just incredibly haunted. Uh, had some amazing things happen here. And then we even found out we have a portal in the basement. How did you find out? How did you know but, you had a portal? Well, we, we brought in a, you know, I'm, I'm thinking the people working here are telling me all these stories. Well, I think they're hopped up on marijuana or something's going on. <laughs> so I bring a paranormal group in to do an investigation because I'm going to prove to them nothing's really happening here. Yeah, well, right. So we, they, they had a, a psychic along with them and Connie and myself and the psychic and a couple other people broke off in this group in the store and they handed me this K2 meter and I didn't even know what the darn thing was about at the time. So the psychic is saying, there's a little girl here and she wants to show you a pink doll. I'm saying, yeah, right. We don't have any pink dolls in the store. So anyway, I, I'm smart person that I am. I said I took the K two, and I said, "Well, if the little girl's here, make her, make her, make the meter blink." Well, all of a sudden, the meter starts blinking in my hand like it's going nuts. So I, I had watched a couple shows. So I said, "Oh, and the, and, the, and the psychic says the girl's name is Clarissa." 
So I say, well, Clarissa, I understand you want to show me your doll. And it blinks and carries on. I said, can you make it blink once for yes and twice for no? So it blinks once. Yes. Wow. So I'm thinking, <laughs> this was turning into one hell of a coincidence, right? Yeah, <laughs> anyway, we start across the store, come to the first aisle. Say, Carissa, should we turn here to find your doll? Blinks twice. No. Go to the next aisle. And it's pitch dark when we're doing this. Second aisle. Turn here. Twice for no. Go to the third aisle. Turn here. Once. We turn down the aisle, go about 10 foot, and totally lose contact. Can't make the meter blink anymore, nothing. I say, well, that was pretty cool. So about a half an hour later, we're taking a break, and I'm going to turn the lights on so everybody didn't kill themselves in the building. And I'm walking down the aisle from the opposite direction where we lost contact. And when I reach the spot where we lost contact, I look up, and here's a pink doll in the case. She had led us about 150 foot with three commands to this pink doll. And I'm thinking... Okay, now that one's a little hard not to believe. So I would say. Uh, so were, were you then convinced that something was going on in the house? That, or? Yeah, I was pretty convinced at that point something was going on. Uh, I wound up, I bought the doll, and we still have it on display here so she can play with it. <laughs> so you're an author as well, and, and you have some uh, books that, kind of speak to these things, right? I mean, you have Spirit Speaks, you have um, Aliens Among Us. Tell us a little bit about how you got into writing these things since you weren't exactly a believer. Oh, well, not only was I not a believer, I couldn't write. So, I mean, I have a civil engineering license. I mean, whichever side of my head works, it's not the one that's about writing. So all through college, high school, I avoided every writing course I could get into. So we're located about eight miles from the Gettysburg battlefield. So I started going out on the battlefield and taking pictures at night by myself. Connie here's telling me I'm crazy running around. What's this old man doing out here in the dark, you know? But I'm, I'm starting to get some of these amazing pictures. I've got, I wind up, I get pictures of angels out there. I have apparitions of soldiers, uh, horses, all kinds of stuff I'm taking these pictures of. So I've always been a history freak. So I said, well, might as well write a book about it. <laughs> so I, my first book was entitled Haunting and History of the Battle of Gettysburg. And I published about 220 ghost pictures in it. And that was, that was the first thing. So at that point, actually Connie comes into play now. So I went to tell her about meeting Sammy at the, Oh, hi, Maybe. Connie. Let's let's introduce Connie properly. Connie yeah. is, <laughs> is the other half of Barry, and That's the two right. of them work together in in not only the writing but the channeling. Even though messages come through Barry, right? Yes, well, everything was being put together on the other side. We were not aware of it. We became full time residents in part in Utah in two thousand five. And about two months after we became uh, residents there, I got called to jury duty. And the very first day, we were all being questioned. I was sitting beside this one lady, and she and I became friends. We went off to lunch that day, and we've been friends ever since. Uh, since then, I found out that we've known each other through several prior lives. But anyway, 
our relationship was quite normal for about three years. And then Barry and I came back to Pennsylvania to take this more active role in our store. And when I started telling her about things that were going on here, she said, oh, well, now that you know that, you won't think I'm crazy when I tell you what my family's been up to for the past 40 years. I said, oh. She said, yeah, my family channels spirits on the other side. We use a channeling board. Uh. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> so she wanted us to see how it works, so she invited us to a channeling session. And the very first channeling session, guide came through and said, Hello, soon-to-be-famous Barry. We've been waiting for you. <laughs> and during that session, we're saying, yeah, yeah, right. Uh, they told him that he's going to write 11 books. And Barry said, uh, I don't write. And I'm also too old to write 11 books at this point. And the guide said, yes, you are an old fart. However, <laughs> you can retire when you're 99. <laughs> so... <laughs> So that, that guide out there had quite the sense of humor. But everything was just put together for us, starting out with his interest in the, taking pictures on the battlefield and friends telling him he should write a book, and then him finally saying, okay, but I don't know how to write. Well, then he was introduced to his writing guide. So each of the books, we started out, like you said, with the Battle of the Gettysburg, and worked our way up to book number six, which is channeling the life of Jesus. And that's exactly what, what Barry was meant to do. That's why he was sent back. Yeah, and, and each book was a step in the learning process. I bet. <laughs> so so the, first, the first book is that they're really proving me just how real ghosts are, and that was the history book. The second book was called Afterlife, What Really Happens on the Other Side. So in that one, the guides tell us all about the other side, what takes place, and and all this time, while this is all taking place, we're living these different experiences. Like one night, we channel a, a Confederate soldier that didn't know he was dead. He was still fighting. It was on it was on the Fourth of July, which was the day that the Confederates retreated out of Gettysburg. He was in the precise spot he was 150 years earlier. He and his men had not realized that they had died. Mm. They, were the, they were in the channel of the unknowing dead. And, I, I mean, he's a, he was a Confederate colonel. He comes in. I'm asking him technical questions about battle. He's telling me things that nobody knows. Wow. wow. And, and, and it was the 4th of July. We're doing this. And all of a sudden, the fireworks take off, start going off. And he goes, oh, my God, Union Cannon. And he thinks he's being fired on by the Union with his fireworks. And we said, come up here. We'll protect you. And I wind up, I even got a picture of him that night. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Now, did you, did you ever question yourself in that? Did you ever say, Am I, is this really real? Am I really doing this? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I'm telling you, when this guy comes in, I had just written a history book about the battle. So I say, who did you fight with? He goes, Archer, what happens to Archer? He was captured. Where were you fighting? Willoughby Run. He said, I said, why are you here? I'm guarding the rear of the column. Is there another column? Yes. 
and he gives me the name of the general that's leading the other column of the of the wounded soldiers out of town. I mean, he's 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 telling me he's what's going on. I mean, he's dead on with everything. I'm going, holy macro! I can't believe no this. No pun is intended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is, you know, people think that's weird, but I've always found that when you start talking to people about these things, spirit and other things on the good side or however you want to look at it, more and more people open up about it. I had uh, a lady follow me around for a while and I I finally told my uh, friends this and they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, no, she keeps following me around. She's following me around the room and she wants to tell me something. And um, anyway, she had passed and I talked to my godfather and I called him up one day and I said, you know what? Your wife keeps following me around. He's like, oh, I'm so glad you told me because now, you know, I saw her too and nobody believes me. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> There's a very conservative guy that you would never imagine would say that. But yeah. people, people start talking when you start sharing stories, right? Oh, exactly. yeah. So yeah. anyway, so we write the afterlife book and he tells us all about what it's like over there, answer a lot of questions. So while we were working on the afterlife book, I started asking questions about aliens. So one night we're channeling, and I said, do aliens exist? Of course. And uh, I started asking these more questions. So one night, the guide says, look, we're going to introduce you to another guide that can answer all of your questions because he is one. And I said, is one what? <laughs> and so he was an alien in his last life. Oh. I'm thinking... Okay, now then, now we're really getting out there, right? You, you want to talk about not believing what's going on? Well, we're here. So anyway, the next session, we, we start up, and we're in Salt Lake City, and we're doing this with our friends that are teaching us how to board channel. And they're on the board, and I'm sitting there asking questions. So they said, we're going to introduce you to Moo. So who's Moo? They said, and he says, uh, he says, well, I'm a blue alien, and I died in 1987 of your years at the age of 952 years. He said I stood about seven and a half foot tall, and he describes himself, starts talking about his, the place, the planet he comes from. He said, I'm from a planet called Robe on the far wing of the Milky Way. And he's given us all these details about his life. And so I said, okay, how can I be channeling with an alien? He said, well, I have the same soul energy you have. There you have it. Now, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. We'll hear more about that story. And we're going to have Barry Channel live. So stay tuned. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio on our spooky Halloween show. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. What is your level of sexual expertise? Want to find something new? Listen for Sisters of Sexuality every week on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. There's no judgment here. And every topic is safe and sex positive, so we'll explore them together. It's time to push your sexual boundaries and try some new experiences with your hosts, Taylor Sparks and Parrish Michelle Blair. You won't want to miss a single show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. 
Sometimes it just seems that nobody understands. There's one individual who can help. If you're living with somebody who faces challenges such as autism, Asperger's, or other exceptional needs, you'll want to tune into Solutions and Strategies with Dr. Sean. Living the Challenge. Together, we'll uncover a variety of solutions to the challenges faced by individuals, their families, and teachers. Listen live every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you living a healthy and fit lifestyle? It's not just related to your physical well-being. It also means a healthier mind, confidence, improved health, stamina, and fitness. Talking with Tremaine brings it all to you. Host Tremaine Ellis, along with her husband and co-host David Ellis, will offer support, advice, guidance, and motivation to keep you in your best shape, both physically and mentally. Talking with Tremaine can be heard live every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 Pacific on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. The show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Cancer Support Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. And we're back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio. And today we have our spooky Halloween show, but we have special guests, Barry and Connie. And Barry Strom and Connie are here to share his channeling. And he was just talking about when he actually channeled an alien. So you you said he was from the far side of the Milky Way galaxy? Yes. Uh, He said, my planet's about the size of your Jupiter. Wow. He said, "We we actually have two suns and eight moons, and our planet is fairly is sparsely populated, and mostly we live underground. And he's giving me all this detail and stuff about it. I'm thinking, man, this is really weird. <laughs> so I, so I, start, I start making up all these alien questions. And finally, he tell, we find out that I'm supposed to be writing this book about aliens. So we, I, I start making up all the questions about aliens and way, we, and and he's giving me all this information. So as a result, I write my book, and it's called Aliens Among Us: Exploring Past and Present. And I we go we explore things like what the Nazca lines stand for, how long aliens have been visiting the planet, you know what they've done, and we go through a lot of the ancient structures. And he tells us a lot about what's taking place. 
today and what, what's going on. How did he perceive it? How does he perceive Earth and how did you get that? We are an extremely young culture. Mm-hmm. I asked him, he said, aliens have been visiting this planet since the time of the dinosaurs. And he said, actually, there have been three plantings of three different times we tried to plant humans on this planet. Uh, one of them was they tried to do it with water creatures because at that time the earth was pretty much covered in water. Mm-hmm. And that's why you have mammals and all, uh, you have all these water creatures that are mammals. But they realized that they weren't going to be able to evolve where they wanted the human race hopefully to do. So about 250,000 years ago, they, they seed humans on the earth and that starts the evolution of man. And through that whole time, Aliens have guided us and helped us. And I mean, I, are you, I don't know if you're familiar oh. with Nazca lines in Peru. Oh yes. Yes. But there's a but, big spider. Per, uh, there's a big spider down there. Have you ever seen that, that formation? No. Well, there's a spider that's, it's really big. You got to be from a, in a helicopter to see it. But I asked him what, what that stood for. And he said, Oh, that's the shape of the aliens that were helping the people oh. down there. They were spider people. I said, uh-oh. I said, how high did these spiders stand, <laughs> you know, <laughs> these spider aliens? He said, oh, they stood about six, seven feet. So for all you Halloween, Halloween fans out there, think about a seven-foot spider being out there as an alien. Can you believe that? That, that would do it for me right there. I'd be uh, like, okay, I don't want to stay on Earth now. But <laughs> so how did – so, okay, you – he obviously didn't believe in Adam and Eve. He was all about, we're going to take DNA and put it here and watch it evolve. Correct, right? yes. And yeah. what was the point of that? What was the purpose of that? Well, it's like all of the other intelligent planets, and there are many of them. They are trying to establish these cultures on these planets with the hope that they can advance to the point that they can travel the stars. Because all of these planets at some time are going to die. The earth's, the sun's going to burn out and life is going to end on this planet. It's inevitable. Right. So now how does that transition hmm? into your Jesus book? Because here's the alien coming in and now, now we have Christ and Christ is, you know, we're talking about the Bible and more evolution and all that. So how does that factor into this? Well, God is a universal energy. And God is the God of the galaxy. Now, hang on to your hat, because they tell us each galaxy has a separate God. Okay? But we got a billion stars on this galaxy, so it's pretty, you know, it controls quite a bit. So anyway, when, when he decides 2,000 years ago that it is time to change the direction of the way people are worshiping, the Romans worshiped multiple gods. They did sacrifices. And he felt that it was time that they solidified the concept of the one God in humans, and that humans have to believe in a universal energy or a God type, deity, whatever you want to call it, if they're going to successfully evolve. And so did he ever say that there was one central God? What about the central sun? What central sun? Isn't there a central sun? No, not that I'm aware of. No? Did they say there wasn't, or did he just not bring it up? 
I have never brought it up. I didn't, I hadn't heard about it before. Oh, let's ask that. Can we bring <laughs> in some channeling now? Can we take a break for a minute and see if we can um, ask some questions? Uh, if you want to work to uh, my guide, uh, Laura's here. She can answer questions for you. All right, let's ask. Okay, Laura, can you answer some questions? This is Barry Strom, and he is channeling his guide, Laura. Yes, I will be happy to answer some questions for you. So, what, what are your we, questions? We would love to know about the central sun. Well, each solar system has a sun, but there is no sun central to the central to your galaxy, if that's your question. Is there an overseeing light body that can all galaxies and all creation goes back to? I'm not sure I understand your questions. I can assure you that each galaxy has its own God. And I can assure you that there are there is a hierarchy among the gods that control the galaxies. And there are billions of galaxies that are in your universe. And so is there one God overseeing all of that as a spark of creation? There is, a, there is actually three gods that, oversee, that have attained the supremacy to oversee all of the other gods. Okay. Well, can we ask uh, maybe somebody that's a personality that people would recognize to come in? Yes, we can do that if they are available. Um, how about someone you have um, channeled like Abraham Lincoln? Can you pull him forward? Laura, is President Lincoln available for us? Yes, we anticipated she was going to answer that question, and he is here. What would you like to know? I'd like to know how he feels today about the series that I'm doing with Russell J. Gould. What you're doing with Mr. Gould is quite interesting. Whether he is going to be able to succeed is not predetermined. He is indeed a very brilliant person, but what he is doing will meet much worldwide resistance. As I see what is happening among your countries and world leadership today, is much different than when I walked the earth. Currently, there are individuals that have amassed incredibly great wealth and great power, and unfortunately, many of them are quite evil and will resist what Mr. Gould is attempting. It would be, it would be a good thing if he could accomplish it. But it is very questionable that he will be able to succeed. And what would allow him to succeed? 
What would allow him to succeed is if the world leaders would believe that they could benefit from what he is trying to do. Very good. Well, we have to take a quick break. Thank you, President Lincoln. We'll be back. Maybe we'll be channeling some more with him, and maybe we'll have some others. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and this is our very spooky Halloween show. Thank you, Barry, for channeling. Thank you, Connie. We'll be right back with more. Barry Strom right here on Making Life Brighter Radio. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. What is your level of sexual expertise? Want to find something new? Listen for Sisters of Sexuality every week on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. There's no judgment here, and every topic is safe and sex positive, so we'll explore them together. It's time to push your sexual boundaries and try some new experiences with your hosts, Taylor Sparks and Parish Michelle Blair. You won't want to miss a single show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Sometimes it just seems that nobody understands. There's one individual who can help. If you're living with somebody who faces challenges such as autism, Asperger's, or other exceptional needs, you'll want to tune into Solutions and Strategies with Dr. Sean. Living the Challenge. Together, we'll uncover a variety of solutions to the challenges faced by individuals, their families, and teachers. Listen live every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you living a healthy and fit lifestyle? It's not just related to your physical well-being. It also means a healthier mind, confidence, improved health, stamina, and fitness. Talking with Tremaine brings it all to you. Host Tremaine Ellis, along with her husband and co-host David Ellis, will offer support, advice, guidance, and motivation to keep you in your best shape, both physically and mentally. Talking with Tremaine can be heard live every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 Pacific on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. The show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Cancer Support Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. 
And we're back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter's Spooky Halloween Show. And it's not so spooky, really. It's kind of fun. This is Barry Strom and his beautiful wife, Connie. And they are here today, and they are channeling for us. And we just spoke with President Lincoln. And now I'd like to ask you if we could speak to someone else. Is that okay, Barry? Absolutely. Go for it. All right. Um, how about the singer Prince? Can we bring Prince in? I love Prince. Good evening, Winifred. Very nice to see you. I really appreciate that you were one of my fans. Ah! Ooh, I get chills. I am (laughs) one of your fans. Not was, I am. (laughs) I love to to hear it. Yep, and uh, you left us too soon. I I interviewed Sheila E. at one point on the show, but... Um, I never dreamed I would be interviewing you through spirit. <laughs> it's a, it's, it is an amazing world, isn't it? It is an amazing world. So from your point of view, how do you see the world today? From my point of view, I see the world through very sad eyes. I, I am so sorry that there is so much hatred. The hatred that I'm seeing among many different people and many people in your, in, in your political circles is, is very dangerous. Once you're over on this side, you understand truly what the, what the concept of love one another is. And the concept that hatred is in the hearts of so many is so adverse to the preachings of our Lord or any other deity that you might that you might believe in i wish that there was some magical tool that could be waved over the white house and congress and have all of the hatred taken out of the hearts of the individuals involved but sadly that's not going to happen I guess we'll just have to wait and see all the, how this takes place. But I fear that what is happening will tear your country apart. Well, we don't need that. We don't want that. Um, I would hope that, if anything, maybe music could help turn the world around. And I don't know, did you hope that in your music you would turn the world around or you were just expressing it? Oh, I loved, I, I loved performing, to be in front of the people and to see them respond to my songs and my music. I hope that we would be able to, in some way, help people to get along. I do think that I succeeded in many instances doing this. But sadly, there is little that I can do from over here. What was your favorite song that you wrote? Oh, I don't think that I really have a favorite song. I enjoyed many. That I enjoyed many. What would you consider my favorite song? Mm. You know, my, my gut feeling is kind of one of the songs that was off the beaten path, not necessarily one of the most popular songs. I, that's my feeling. Like, I felt like, feel like whatever 
at some point you were working on that was, um, it took a lot of construction, but it wasn't exactly popular music. That's, that's sort of what I have a feeling of. Your popular music, uh, Diamonds and Pearls, or, or um, I don't know. Maybe I, I enjoyed Diamonds and Pearls. That, that, that was a good song, probably one of my better ones. Yeah, I don't know. There's so many. I mean, they, they're, they're amazing, all of them. But well, Thank you for saying that. I really appreciate, even though I'm on this side, I still love to hear people that appreciate the music well, that I sang and performed. I think that you, you inspired many artists and um, continue to. So now that you're on the other side, okay, here's a cool question. All right, now that you're on the other side, do you hang out with and do you commune with other artists that have crossed over? Oh, of course. We all kind of get together over here and talk. Like who? Uh, I really enjoy being with Elvis. <laughs> I, I think he's a cool guy. Uh, Elvis is always a lot of fun. Michael Jackson, we have a lot in common. Michael is a, Michael is a wonderful spirit. Uh, even some of the old, of the earlier guys, Bob Buddy Holly, for instance. Mm -hmm. we, all, we all get together over here, of course. And uh, is there music on that side? Yes. If we want to do music, we can do music. There are some amazing jam sessions over here. <laughs> I would imagine there are. <laughs> <laughs> I, I often feel like um, there's some artists that come around me and I'm very grateful for those, those feelings. I'm, it's heartening. There's, there's warmth to that. Yes. I have listened to you and I enjoy your, your music as well. Oh, you do? <laughs> to my music, really? Mm -hmm. uh, I haven't even done what I want to do yet. Uh, well, you have you have a long life in front of you. You have many more opportunities. I hope so. Some people would say I'm a dinosaur already for music, but I'm mm -hmm. not going to live with that. I refuse to die die young. <laughs> uh, trust me, you do not look like a dinosaur. All right, good. Well, maybe maybe I'll take some inspiration from the other side if there's any that's lent in this direction. When you when you want to write a song, ask for me, and I will help guide you in your writing. Woo! I am. Wow, I feel that. <laughs> Woo! Do you feel that too? Holy cow, I feel that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'm worthy of that, to be honest with you. You're, I, I am not. You know what they call me? They call me a hummer. You know what a hummer is? It's somebody that can't read music really well, like they're not a super theory person, but I can hear it all in my head, and then I have other people transpose it and do it. All of the great great classical composers were like that. <laughs> you just need you just you just need to try i will help you you will you will be satisfied in the future with my help right on i'm down thank you so much Whee! <laughs> bring on the grammys so <laughs> no I'll, I'll be honest with you though i have to say this i loved and love sheila e 
I love speaking with her. I have so much respect for that woman and her, her trailblazing because of you and all the things that she ever did in this world and is still doing, she's still doing this. She's amazing. And having the privilege to interview her on the show was just that for me, a privilege and cherished. Yes. And we watched from over here as well. And thank you for doing it. Yeah, she was, uh, she was very gracious to do that and then sent me a signed album after that. And I almost flipped out. I cried at the, mm. <laughs> the postal annex. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so I have a question for you. What question do you have for us here on earth? This question that I, the question that I would have is a question for everyone. What can you do to remove hatred from your hearts? I would like all of you just to think about that question and come up with an answer. Because if you can remove hatred, you will be amazed how much better you will feel personally in your own lives and how much it will affect others in how they treat you and how they also treat others. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's true, isn't it? We, we could stand some more of that. What do, you, what do you think the secret antidote to make that happen today would be? The, obviously, the antidote for all that is to believe in and have the love of a God in your hearts. Did you believe in God on earth? I was spiritual, but I, I, I tried to believe, but like most humans, I did have some doubts about the existence. But I can tell you now that I'm on the other side, that you have nothing to doubt. When your time comes to come home, you will surely realize the powers of God. What do you miss most, or do you miss anything? I guess that's a human question. Do you miss anything here? I miss being with my friends. I miss being with my family. But I am also with family over here. It's just family that has died before I did. But, no, I, I, I still feel grief as I watch the grief that people feel I've felt after I died. I would really like all of them to know that I am very well over here, that I'm doing well, that it is a miraculous place. Uh, heaven is truly a place you can't describe. Where else can you hang out with people like Elvis and all of the, all of the other great musicians? If it's, you had... Uh something you could tell Sheila E., for example, what would you say to her? Because she was your friend, love and a friend, I guess. Yes. I would say, I would, I would tell her that I had a great love for her and that even on this side, I feel the same love. It does not matter whether you are on the human side 
or the heaven side. Love is on both of those sides, and you can feel that the, you can feel the good emotions here as you did on Earth. Well, thank and you. I would, and I would want her to know that I still feel those emotions for her. Very good. We have to go to break. I hate to say goodbye. Thank you so much. We'll be back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio on our spooky Halloween show. And that was Prince. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. What is your level of sexual expertise? Want to find something new? Listen for Sisters of Sexuality every week on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. There's no judgment here, and every topic is safe and sex positive, so we'll explore them together. It's time to push your sexual boundaries and try some new experiences with your hosts, Taylor Sparks and Parish Michelle Blair. You won't want to miss a single show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Sometimes it just seems that nobody understands. There's one individual who can help. If you're living with somebody who faces challenges such as autism, Asperger's, or other exceptional needs, you'll want to tune into Solutions and Strategies with Dr. Sean. Living the Challenge. Together, we'll uncover a variety of solutions to the challenges faced by individuals, their families, and teachers. Listen live every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you living a healthy and fit lifestyle? It's not just related to your physical well-being. It also means a healthier mind, confidence, improved health, stamina, and fitness. Talking with Tremaine brings it all to you. Host Tremaine Ellis, along with her husband and co-host David Ellis, will offer support, advice, guidance, and motivation to keep you in your best shape, both physically and mentally. Talking with Tremaine can be heard live every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 Pacific on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. The show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Cancer Support Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. 
And we're back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and I'm your host, Winifred Adams. And today we have Barry Strom and his lovely wife, Connie, and they are here, and he just channeled Prince. Can you believe it? Oh, my God, that's amazing. So Barry is an author, and he didn't know he was an author. He told us that earlier, of course, and you can go back and listen to that. He has written or will be writing 11 books all total in his lifetime, if not more, and the most recent of which is Channeling the Life of Jesus, and you can find all of his books on Amazon.com. And Spirits Speak, Channeling the Life of Jesus is his most recent book. So what, Barry, is that about exactly? What is it that moved you to write that? Well, we were we were led into it. Uh, once we realized that we could we really were speaking to Jesus. And believe me, it took a while to, for him to convince us of this. Uh, he did many things to con- that convinced me finally. The, the final thing he did was to perform a miracle and heal my, my heart attack. So after something like that takes place, you say, oh, yeah, we really are talking to him. And How did he what, heal it? What did he do? Uh, I, I had a heart attack. And I was scheduled for this procedure to go in. And the surgeon showed me the videos of the damage to my heart. And they said, they went, they said we're going to have to put multiple stents in. Your heart's not getting oxygen. We need to rush you in and all this stuff. So they go in. They do the procedure. When I wake up, I said, okay, how many stents did we do? And they said, we couldn't find any damage. You didn't get any stents. <laughs> were scratching their heads. <laughs> I've seen that a few times. That's fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well the, the, well, the way it takes place, I was waiting to go in. You know, everybody talks about the third eye thing. Yeah. So I'm laying, laying there waiting for the procedure, and I got my eyes closed, and all of a sudden I see this small object in the distance with wings flapping. And it flies closer and closer and closer, and I go, it's an angel. <laughs> and this angel flies up right in front of my face, looks at me, and flies off. I didn't realize it, but that was when he healed me. Oh, cool. Wow. So, so after the, pr- the procedure's over and the doctors are scratching their head wondering why we just went through three hours of all this crap and nothing's there, I'm laying on, I'm, I'm laying on the bed with my eyes closed, and very clearly in my head I hear, if I can he- have you heal others, I can heal you as well. Wow. So you do healings on people and for yes. people. Well, I don't personally do it. He gave me a prayer and I direct his healing energy through this prayer. Oh, cool. Wow. So can people call you up for healings or do you show up places and do healings? Um, I, I, I don't talk about it a whole lot because generally he guides me towards who he wants healed. Yeah. But uh, yes, if, I, if the person has true love of God in their heart, we have an incredibly high percentage of being able to heal isn't that beautiful? Wow. See, that's not spooky or scary. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, not much Halloween in that, is it? No, there really isn't. Sorry, but that's beautiful. So, <laughs> so you must have a very interesting relationship, the two of you. Once this all began, Connie, how did you handle all this? Or were you always, you know, a believer of sorts, and then all of a sudden your husband changed? <laughs> no, well, we've both been spiritual all of our lives. But when I married this guy, he was still a college student working on becoming an engineer. And when I married him, I had no clue about the journey I was about to be on. I would say. (laughs) We've been together, counting our time as dating, 57 years. And 
my description of that is it's been 57 years and I'm still waiting to be bored. Yeah. This, this we got into sort of together and it's been the amazing journey. It's been the most amazing part of our life together. What's one of the more um, crazy things that's ever happened to you along the way in this journey? Well, about 20 years ago, I w we lived in South Florida, and I was driving up Interstate 95. I had just dropped him off at the airport down south of West Palm, and I was heading to our home north of West Palm. And I took note to the exit that I was passing. And the next thing I know, it's like I had been asleep, and someone pushed a button and woke me up immediately, and I'm two exits further north. And I said, oh, my word, if I'd have fallen asleep, I'd have wrecked the car. What in the heck happened? So I went to my cardiologist, and he did a monitor on me, and he said, you must have just <laughs> sleep. I said, well, that just doesn't sound right, but I have no idea how to describe, you know, how to, other, any other way to explain it. Well, a few years ago, we were communicating with our alien buddy, Moo, and Barry said, hey, Moo, have Connie or I ever been uh, abducted? And he said, yeah, Connie has. And I, it clicked immediately. I said, oh, okay, I know when that was, but tell me, why didn't I wreck the car? And he said, oh, it's easy when you know how. And I said, okay, tell me how. He said, shapeshifter. So evidently what they did was they put a shapeshifter to take care of my car, while they took me off for my learning. They don't like the word abduction because that has negative um, connotations. Connotations, thank you, dear. Um, so they say it's a learning experience. So they took me off for my learning experience that was probably about 10 minutes, I guess. So anyway, that, that was my most- Do you most remember it? Part? Do you yeah, remember I being up there? I remember absolutely nothing about it. I just, it's like they can immediately make you pass out and immediately bring you back to consciousness. So, Barry, what does your spirit guide say about that, to, about, about her and about you being together? Well, we've lived, uh, they tell us we've been together six to seven lifetimes before. And that we're, we're basically on the same level, uh, in the same realm only when we're on the other side. And we get sent back to do certain missions, just as we've been sent back to write these books and to tell the true story about the life of Jesus. Jesus is quite upset about the fact that uh, the Gospels have been distorted by man through the years. And there's actually things in there that are not totally accurate. And he wants the true story told. And it's a, an amazingly simple, unbelievable story of his life, right down to the point that he was married and had children. Wow. Wow. Now, you have that in this book, but you have more books about this coming, correct? Yes. Uh, this book tells the story of his life. We have a chapter of, of his birth, what happens around the true story, uh, the missing 28 years. You know, the Gospels don't cover 28 years in the life of Jesus. It tells everything that happens during his life. It tells the story of his marriage tells the story of his children, names his children, and even describes the life that his children grow up to leave and how many children they had. Wow. It, yeah. goes in, it goes into total detail, and no, he did not marry Mary Magdalene. Who did he marry? 
a woman by the name of Toba, T-O-B-A. They were married for seven years. Okay. Well, you'll have to go get the book and check it out. And we have two more books coming to follow that up. And he hasn't published those yet, but he's written Aliens Among Us, Spirits Speak. He has all kinds of books. You have to go to Amazon.com to find Barry Strom, S-T-R-O-H-M. And you'll be speaking um, at different places. So do you have a website, Barry? Yeah, we have a couple websites. One of them is wordsofgodthenandnow.com. The other one is spiritspredict.com. And we're doing, we have 75 videos up on YouTube. All YouTube. And you can look as to where he's going to be speaking on his websites. So check that out. Go to amazon.com and check out the books. And you have to get the book Channeling the Life of Jesus. Now, see, that wasn't such a scary show. But stay tuned because we're not done. We got more. Go to makinglifebrighter.com for the outtake that we're going to do right now. And you know we do some really super cool outtakes. And you'll be none too pleased to see how this spooky story unfolds. We'll be right back. We'll see you next week. Go jolly, everybody. Go make somebody else's life brighter. Thank you, Barry. Thank you, Connie. And we'll see you on the other side. Thank you for listening to Making Life Brighter on the Health and Wellness Channel. Be sure to join us every Thursday at 10 a.m. For information, inspiration, and education with leading experts in healing and consciousness. For more information and a complete show schedule, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. Making Life Brighter, successfully helping you feel better from the inside out. Go Jolly! This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.